reading from Isaiah chapter 25, verses 6 through 9. On this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats, and the finest of wines. On this mountain he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The Sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove the disgrace of his people from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. In that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him, and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. The word of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Isaiah rightly calls death a disgrace here, and that's exactly what it is. We understand that implicitly, without having to be told, when we stand by the grave of a friend or a loved one, and we watch for the last time as that casket is lowered six feet down into the earth. The awful finality of death impresses upon us that God's law ultimately passes judgment on the sinner, and that there is no escape, there is no bargaining, there is no pushback or excuses to be made. The soul who sins is the one that shall die. Yes, even for Christians. We, too, daily sin much, even though our sins are covered by Jesus' blood, and we trust and we know that this is true. Still, because of the sinful nature that we inherited from Adam, we, too, must die one day. But we are not alone being fed into the grave like sheep at the grave's mouth, as it says in the Psalms. Instead, our Lord Christ has torn away the winding sheet that has covered all nations. He has ripped aside the shroud that suffocates us. He has taken away death itself and smashed its power by the power of his own perfect innocent death and his glorious resurrection from the dead. He has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, the good news that he has done everything we need for our salvation that all sin is paid for, and that because he has risen from the dead, death itself one day will die. And as the bond and the guarantee of this, he gives us his holy supper, the blessed sacrament where he nourishes his own with his true body and blood, the food of immortality, the bread of heaven, so that we too may not die, so that we may be strengthened to look ahead that our faith may be stronger, we may give praise to him because he truly has delivered us from death. And because of that, we look forward to the day when we too will live, just like he said, because I live, you also will live. His grave stands empty even to this day. And because of that, we too will praise him in heaven one day. We too will gather around his throne wearing the white robes that he has purchased for us with his own blood, covered in his righteousness. And we will kneel before him in worship and in awe, and we too will kiss his holy wounds. We too will say, surely this is our God. We trusted in him, and he saved us. 
He has wiped away the tears from all faces because he has wiped out every reason that we have that brings us sorrow or pain or grief in this world. He has destroyed all reasons for crying and for tears by his resurrection from the dead. And along in its place he has brought life and joy forever. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Let us pray. Almighty everlasting God, who didst give thine only Son to be a high priest of good things to come, hereafter grant unto us thine unworthy servants to have our share in the company of the blessed. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. Amen.